back in 2016, I said the following. If an economy can be likened to household management, then our house is a big fat mess. Unfortunately, the system we call the economy is not just in the past or the present. It will impact us and any of our children far into the future. And I don't think the worst is over either. Sorry to sound negative, but there it is. So anyway, that's what I said way back in 2016. It's been a very long, dark time for many a family out there since 2016. And the last few years have, haven't necessarily helped anyone or everyone. Other than, you know, some people who are already pretty well off. Many have experienced job loss, divorce, separation, financial insolvency, substance abuse, family violence, etc. That's not to say family breakdown isn't impossible to recover from, of course. In fact, a UK study found that although children are at increased risk of adverse outcomes following family breakdown, and that negative outcomes can persist into adulthood, the difference between children from intact and non-intact families is a small one, and the majority of children will not be adversely affected in the long term. So that's a quote right there. And of course, there are some studies that will say the pretty much the opposite. It's one of those examples of, um, and you, you know, you, you can't really trust science to have a definite answer, unfortunately. But anyway, family troubles have been playing their parts in our disarray as a country and, of course, as a world and a human population. We're dealing with a lot of mess. On an individual level, maybe someone's going through a divorce, maybe the husband had left for another woman or, you know, woman left for another man or, or whatever. Or, hey, maybe someone lost their father or mother. In addition, maybe they had to move into a one-bedroom apartment or, or something like that. So wh where am I going with this? Well, basically, I, I do have some good ideas here, hopefully. In order to revitalize the economy, the world needs more affordable housing, if not free housing, and we should definitely see a resurgence in boarding houses. So... As I go on with this, uh, I'm basically following a script here, but uh, as I go along, I'm not saying this like a, I offer a, an amazing, incredible solution here, but, you know, some good ideas. Um, coincidentally, I actually live in a place like that. I basically live in a boarding house, even though there aren't that many around in the world, apparently. Years ago, it was one of the available places that I could afford when I first moved into this place, even though it's not in some extravagant gated community with a golf course and a massive swimming pool. It's also not like I live in a terrible area. I actually do live not far from a waterfront, in fact, and I, I only have to pay about 200 bucks a month. Sure, I have a shared bathroom with other people and uh, a shared fridge and kitchen, but if you have the right people in the house, it doesn't necessarily matter so much. Plus, we all split the bills equally. Most people leave me alone when they end up here. And um, for better or worse, most conversations are no deeper than, what's your name? Or, you know, how was your day today? So that's the lowdown of my own living situation, which I really hope becomes more of a common partial solution for other people in the coming years. 
basically I think we should see, you know, a return to like a resurgence of board, boarding houses. It's not a full solution to the world's problems, but it's not a com- it's not a very complex partial solution either. It just really, you know, takes people to do it. I moved into this house over a decade ago now and haven't moved out yet. And the obvious solution to the problem of homeless people is simply to, at the very least, offer more easily affordable places to live, if not more boarding house style arrangements. And in my opinion, the alternative is hideous and potentially deadly. For example, much to my surprise, Time Magazine actually has an article called Deaths Among America's Homeless Are Soaring in the Pandemic. They actually focus on West Virginia during the pandemic, saying, quote, Our homeless community found themselves being told to stay entirely outdoors. So imagine that. Uh, these homeless individuals in West Virginia were huddled with other people outside, too, facing whatever harsh conditions awaited them out, out of doors. In contrast, if the homeless had an opportunity to stay somewhere, effectively under quarantine while well afforded some actual aid, it would have functioned pretty solidly as a partial solution to the very real problem of addressing homelessness while reducing the spread of COVID. But we didn't quite go that route, did we? At least not, not on a significant scale, not that I heard of. Because plenty of Americans are not quite homeless yet. I, I guess it just wasn't enough of an issue, right? We can always just say, well, they're all mentally ill or alcoholics or criminals or this or that. Never mind that so many people can, can and will end up homeless if our economy keeps going haywire. You know, and, and we're going to have to wonder if the talking heads will say, oh, they're all crazy or they're alco- all alcoholics or drug addicts or whatever the hell, you know, just because they're homeless. It's apparently much more important to downplay their situation now, pretend their plight is totally alien from our own, and in some cases exaggerate our indifference to feel, to feel superior to them, even though we might actually have some empathy buried deep down inside. So I think that's another part of, you know, American culture. It's, it's too much about burying empathy uh, for other people. And I feel kind of weird saying that because I'm actually a bit of a misanthrope myself. You know, I'm not not really that emotionally, uh, I don't know, uh, attached to the state of to the state of the world. It's not like I'm completely without emotions, but you know, I'm a little bit on the jaded side. But nevertheless, you know, I, I still have to note that. And of course, this does not need to apply only to homeless people. But to any group that's often unfairly maligned, you know, like immigrants, including illegal ones, who might become far more common as environmental crises continue to grow. You know, uh, we're so short-sighted, we, we want to, like, demonize immigrants, even though with the way the world is going, you know, more people are going to have to be traveling because we're going to have these environmental catastrophes and stuff like that. And, you know, some people are still denying the science on that, but we're seeing it already. Well, we've seen it for, well, since humans have existed, in fact. You know, if you have natural disasters, well, what do you know? People are going to have to move sometimes. I mean, the idea that you cannot see that 
when it's right in front of her eyes and in the news. It's just ridiculous, but, you know, that's kind of where we are. Anyway, we can also expect more racist or otherwise hateful attitudes to take shape by one group or another against other groups. The whole, si- the whole situation will start resulting in increased tensions, fights, rumors, conspiracy theories, etc. Plus, as I suggested earlier, it might make a young couple's life easier if they don't have to worry about affording a place. It's almost like it's actually a pro-family idea. So anyway, that's about it for me on this topic. I'm sure I'll bring it up in the future, but I really just wanted to, you know, dive into it. And, uh, you know, hoping that we do take some of this kind of action. Anyway, have a good day.